0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, <laughs> baby, we got a wild one for you this week. Honey,
0: we're talking about theater. We're talking about feelings. We're talking about interlocking. High School Arts Academy. That's right. We have the amazing Alexis Michelle on the pod with us today, looking lovely and talking dirty. It gets wild here.
1: Strap in and strap off
0: for safety.
2: Goodbye.
0: M. Oh. Mom When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around a boom, you, you end up with us. us.
1: Your number is 213 536 yeah. 9180. Our email is secondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you, sloppy? you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks?
0: Well, I'm just for big dipper, me ball, I'm me ball, and that's Big Dipper. She's energized. I've had three coffees. She wrangled a cow this morning and Yeehaw. made a an outfit. Howdy. Um, are you a homosexual? I am a homosexual. Do you have the tendencies? I do. I was actually, I showed up wearing that
1: shirt. That's right. Not this exact shirt. Not that one, no. Because we would not. Mine is usually smaller. Sure. Clothes. (laughs) Clothes <laughs> that would feel gross, or a hotel room that would feel gross too. People have asked.
0: People have tried like, to book it so together. So you in a guys, hotel room. anyways, let's get into our guest. This Sorry. is a very <laughs> exciting day, <laughs> know, we just started, but we have to give a proper intro. Yes, she is a New York City theater queen. She is from season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race, and she wants you to feel, Mama.
2: <laughs> it's, it's Alexis Michelle.
0: Hello, possible homosexuals. Hello, oh, Hello. <laughs> verified
3: homosexual. I
0: I wrote that in the intro because it is honestly one of my favorite lyrics ever.
3: Accurate. I mean, and I possess many a tendency.
0: I want you to feel, Mama. (laughs) (laughs) That lyric is so good. I put it
3: on a tote bag. Stunning. Stun. Yep. Yep.
0: And you, when you're in the produce section and you're feeling yeah. the grapefruit, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's part of it. Yeah, 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 Right there in the tote bag. I
3: apologize that I did not bring merch on this tour. So next time I see you, I will bring you both feel mama totes. Oh.
0: Stunning.
1: And you know what? I'll pull, I have fat slit t-shirts in the trunk of my car. I'll pull one out, <laughs> It'll be a little warm. A little merch She'll trade. hand it to
0: you and she'll say, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Because <laughs> <the smell. laughs> that used to be my go to catchphrase. Yeah, that used to be your email signature. Sorry about the smell. <laughs> I had to get rid of it cuz we got into
1: a little bit of a legal issue and I was really fighting with them and I was tired
3: of seeing sorry about the smell at the bottom of every
0: email. And also it's very weird and funny because it's in an email where there is no smell.
3: No. Well, it's better than me who, you know, that's my tagline on grinder, so. Ooh!
0: This? Yeah, Welcome. hi. Happy New Year, 2023. Happy New Year, it's all new the year things. Going. We can still say it. Happy New Year. Yeah, I mean, it's Well, two, well we haven't January. seen each other, you know, yeah. and it's still
3: January. Yeah. I did say it to someone last night.
0: And now, where
1: were you last night?
3: I was at Mickey's in WeHo. Yes, so, Leigh. Um, I Who comp- was there? I, uh, let's see, it was Angina. Um, yes. And... June Jambalaya, yeah, and the legendary Miss Jasmine Masters, icon, amazing.
1: Will, will not respond to it. <laughs> Try a booking email for me.
3: Um, incredible Big D, who I just met on this trip, who I really, really love yes.
0: from Long Beach. Yes, yes, yes. Big D. she is Big a drag, D. drag queen. She's
3: a drag queen, and I made a friend, and I love her. And okay. of course, hosted by the one and only, my love, Miss Morgan McMichaels.
0: Morgan, Morgan, meatballs, meatballs. former nemesis.
1: N- no, we were never nemeside. I've always <laughs> it loved Morgan. It was just Morgan. one-sided. It was one-sided and it was never a it's, it's, not Look, it's not just real
3: It's not a joke She, Morgan, Polarizing. is intentionally salty and it is what <laughs> we love about her. No, <laughs> you know what? She, Morgan gave me some really lovely advice on this trip because I just completed at Mickey's what you call um, the SoCal Morgan tour. Yes. Sure. You know, I just did. Ontario, and San Diego, um, Long Beach. and Long Beach, mm-hmm. and WeHo. But um Morgan gave me some really great advice on this trip, which she was like, listen, you clearly spend too much time thinking about what other people mm-hmm. wanna see, or what you think other people wanna see.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And she was like, you just need to do what you feel. She was like, see, the thing is, you think you're Kristen Chenoweth, but you're Patti Lapone. And she was like, and I want you to stand in that a little bit more. And I was like, you know what? You're 100% right. Wow. And because I'm sure Patty Lapone has her lovely, tender, sweet, sensitive moments because I am a sweet, sensitive soul. But. I can stand in my power and I can stand in my bitch. Like, mm-hmm. it's all good.
0: Yeah, yell at the crowd and turn their fucking phone off. Yeah.
3: You know? <laughs> Who do you
0: think you are? <laughs> I sign your paychecks. No. What did she no, say? No, you don't. That person, the ticket buyer, was like, we we, we pay, pay, pay you. for, for your, your paycheck. No, you, and you don't. And then she no, said the man's name, the producer's yeah. name. Iconic. Iconic. Wait. So you did the gig with Jasmine. I'm sorry if this question is messy, but I'm oh, no, just no, no, no. so curious. No, you- so famously there's that yes. video with Willem who's in the building today. Willem and Jasmine are at Roscoe's yep. and watching
3: season nine.
0: Watching season nine and Jasmine stops the whole viewing party and says, Can I ask a question? Who is Alexis Michelle? So Do you remember this yes, video?
3: I thing. do
1: remember that.
3: I hold nothing against a sister who doesn't watch drag race. I myself cannot keep up with all of the drag race franchises. <laughs> of course. So I do not hold that against anybody and she just hadn't been watching. Right. And so as soon as she came into the dressing room last night cuz what happened was what happened was <laughs> I I believe since then yes have worked with her. She like hosted I a show that. that I was in. And so we had actually met and <laughs> Um, but no, but, but, but that video, that OG video is from (laughs) before we had met, before she had seen any of season nine, who knows if she even has by now. But, um, you know, what happened was like, I don't know, a year, two years ago, something, she, someone, you know, let it come alive again online and she, she shared it. Right. And people were going off and you know, it just thinking felt, it was fresh. It just felt it a little dismissive, and so shady. I was like, "Hey, girl, can like you take this down?" And she was like, "Girl, it's all fun. Like, who cares?" And I just thought at the time, and she's right. Who cares? Right? Who cares? And if anybody's making jokes or talking about you, it's all good. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: I feel that way. But
3: at the time, I was in my feelings because I was like, "Jasmine, people terrorized you. Right. You know what it is to be terrorized by a fan base." Oof. Yeah. So I was like, help a fellow terrorized sister out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But anyway, she came into the dressing room last night. We were kikiing from the jump and we made a wonderful dedicated TikTok. Oh, oh I can't wait to see okay. it. It's on my TikTok. It's on my reels. Love that. I am trying. I'm an old woman trying to become a TikTok Damn. woman. It's,
1: it's impossible.
3: So anyway, check it out. I love that.
1: And speaking is,
3: of, Oh, just, and please, yes. everyone. Follow me on TikTok. There
0: you go. Right to your camera. You Follow got
3: it. me on TikTok, okay?
0: I just... To, to just say something quickly about that, it feels... Like a weird thing that we would expect every drag queen to know every other drag queen once they're associated with a brand. Like well, almost like as if they're politicians. Well, yes. in the beginning, sure. maybe that was a fair assumption. Yeah, by but season 9, has, we would
1: probably, I feel like if I was on the show, I would know at least some of the girls. Or at least maybe watch the episode before yeah, I got there. I well, guess.
0: She but, was at a viewing party.
3: But honestly, well, listen, still. And honestly, it's funny to me. having been someone who was targeted harshly yeah. by fans, I can understand not being that deeply invested right. in watching it all the time. So zero hard feelings. And she and I had a ball last night. She smoked me out before my second Ooh. number, Ooh. Um, which is funny because I was like, I should not smoke weed. I'm going to sing live because I'm going to tell Can I tell a quick story? Yeah, here? that's right here. The end I did the season nine tour in 2017 with okay. my, my other season nine sissies. Time of my life, never forget it. Um, and I was such a pro, you know, we both come from the theater. Um, so I was a pro the whole time, I sang live songs. Anyway, last night of tour, Latrice Royale and her husband uh, come to the tour <gasps> and, sm- and smoke us out <laughs> so fiercely, like so, so fiercely. Well, Latrice and I was doesn't like- doesn't smoke like
1: a normal person. No,
3: and I was like, I'm not gonna miss the opportunity to smoke weed with Latrice Royale. This yeah. is amazing. So I did, <laughs> and I was doing Ladies Who Lunch, which I'd been doing like all the tour long. And actually I did different songs, but whatever. I had been doing it for a while. I know that song like the back of my hand. I went up on the lyrics and fucked up the track, oh, no. twice. <laughs> I like had gotten halfway through Ladies Who Lunch, which is a, which is a long song. Oh,
1: In Fort Lauderdale. Yes. I <laughs> ah, no! Willem yes. with the In Fort Lauderdale.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she, She's, <laughs> there? Yeah. I have never seen her look like that, she looks wild. Yeah, yeah she still has a beard.
1: Beard,
0: Willem is wig. beard, tinsel Willem in wig. The house. What um, an iconic story that so, Willem knows through the door. Yes,
3: well, it, it, <laughs> it was a moment. So I went up, I started the song again, and yes. then well, fucked it up again. Uh,
0: oh, no! And then
3: had to just be like, oh, my God, everybody. So I'm high. so emotional that the tour <laughs> is over. I'm going to go. I love you all so much. I love that. Well, also, with that song,
1: even if you get lost in it, I feel like you could just start screaming and people would probably be like, oh, yeah, this is part of it. Right, Probably. It's just like, rise! Right. Rise! Very You know loud. the song? I know
0: your version of it, clearly. Here's
1: to the ladies who like lo- You know, company? Everybody yes. laughs. Because we're from the theater. <laughs> hmm.
3: Okay, speaking of... We have a weird connection. Yeah. A connection that I... Tell me if you agree. A connection that in our world, in our drag and nightlife world, that you probably never thought you would have with another drag queen, right? No, 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 no,
1: Someone that we both know that worked at the precinct um, went to Interlochen,
3: arts camp with you, (laughs) and that's how you know each other. So uh, that person that we know mutually, I know from summer camp, I think my first year, which was 1997, and i did four summers at Interlochen and then two academy years
1: i didn't know you did the academy too two years. i only did the academy. academy i
3: never went to
1: the summer camp so i didn't know what i was So what were to. your academy years i was um 2000 and i want to say 2004. Five to 2008?
3: 2000... Okay, so I'm a couple, I'm a couple, few years old. I graduated 08. I the graduated... the academy is
0: like going to school. Yeah, there. I went to school boarding, school. boarding school. Arts
3: boarding school. Like did not, uh, I was
0: trapped in...
3: Yeah. Duh. Duh. I got so much more dick in high school than I did in college, which is random because I went to musical theater school in college.
1: Well, that's probably why. They were all too busy learning their lines and singing songs to suck a dick. Whereas when you're in high school and you're horny and you are not been around gay people for forever. What was
0: the dorm like? I stayed oh. in Picasso.
1: Which
3: one were you in? Obviously Picasso. Oh, my so, God! Um, were you on Were you on Michael Beery's Hall?
1: Um No, I had a new guy.
3: Okay. His name was like Mowgli, or that's what we call them. All right. (laughs) So, the the funny thing to paint a picture of these dorms, I can't believe I'm saying this. I wonder if anybody will say this. This. Anyway, there are such stringent rules about boys and gals being in each other's rooms. You know, like feet on the floor, doors open, bullshit. But at night, when everybody's in their same gendered dormitories, it's very hard for them to control things. And right. so, we were sneaking in and out of rooms, parties all night in rooms, fucking group activities in rooms. I never rooms. got into a group! I, I got, never got into a group! I had group activities. Circle jerks! Circle jerks! High school circle jerks! More than that. Ah, we're probably sucking in fucking,
1: Alexa. now I, okay. So there was, behind Picasso, what was the one? Mozart? I don't know. They were all named after like famous uh, artists or whatever. Uh, but the guy that I, my roommate was hooking up with lived in that one. In the other one. Yeah. So at night in the they middle They snuck of across? Winter, climbed out of his window. Oh, that's fierce. On the, well, See, I never did that. he was on the that. second floor, so we had to go down to the first floor, get out of someone else's window, come over to ours, jump through our window. But we were over the practice room, so there was that huge well. That's, I don't know if you remember. Oh, I remember. So that's hardcore. The, I know, and it was crazy hardcore. because they had people <laughs> that were out driving at night to make sure that you couldn't get out.
3: See. For me, I never tried to go dorm to dorm. We just like, so there were four hallways that stemmed off the center of the building. (laughs) Okay. And you know, once you're in your room at night, you're supposed to be in your room, room, lights out, whatever. So you could go, if you were upstairs and going hall to hall, you could like sneakily cross across the center section. But the other way to do it would be to go to the side exits and go up and down, the and stairs. then access a different hallway through the basement. Okay. They added alarms to those. So at night, if you were to go out through
1: the stairwell, it would set off an alarm. Well, good thing I had my fun before the alarm. I know, because I know people that gag. would, apparently years before us, would literally, they would just go outside. And they would go down to the lake and hang out at the lake at night because there was no classrooms or
3: security down. I can't believe how naive I was, even though it was art school, it's still boarding school. And like people were doing shit in the woods, like robo tripping. And I was like, okay, robo
1: tripping. (laughs) That was the first time I was ever exposed to that. I had never
3: heard of such a thing until college. I did it
1: once, burned the shit out of my stomach, and stopped doing it. The
3: best part of my (laughs) robo trip experience, which happened in college, was. Being the Jewess that I am, yes. yeah. <laughs> everybody else bought Robitussin and I bought generic. And there's one, one ingredient different in generic, and that made the difference because everybody else was like, Grr! and I was like, I just feel miserable from drinking a, a bottle. <laughs> yeah, of if, syrup. yeah,
1: it'll just burn the shit out of your stomach.
3: Yeah, it's like, gnarly. It's gnarly. But yeah,
1: oh my god, how fun. I haven't thought about interlocking in so long. So wait,
3: you were there like with David Monty and Robin yes! Ellis and Larry yes! Ryman.
1: Larry Ryman was my teacher. So and speaking... when I would go to New York, I would go hang out with him because he knew um well I can't remember his name. He's dead now. But he was on Broadway and I got to go see a couple of
3: August Wilson plays. Uh-huh. Yeah, because Larry was friends with them. Speaking of Larry Ryman, um in Larry Church. Ryman. And well, Bill Church was, he was like probably a student
1: when you were there. No,
3: he was. Bill Church had taken over some uh, administrative, um, uh, and you know, like art stuff in the summer after my summertime, mm. and then he transitioned to Academy. So Bill Church was sort of after me on both fronts. Oh, yeah. But um, but Larry Ryman. Was in speaking of Patty Lepone, who I'm going to stand in well, my was in, in my space. In he body. was her Juilliard classmate. He was in the first, the first class, class at, at Juilliard, Juilliard with Patty, and would tell
1: us all the craziest stories about Patty Lepone.
3: And Larry Ryman makes a really kooky appearance in Patty Lepone's memoir. Shut he, up! Apparently, they were on tour on some like Juilliard School Shakespeare tour, and yeah. he like took off from a parking lot somewhere on tour and they like never saw him again and then he like showed up in their classroom one day and was like, hey everybody, it's Larry. That and sounds this was, like Larry. And this that, was our he teacher. He was my
1: go-to teacher. He was like my homeroom teacher wow. or whatever. So he also taught dialects. So we yes. all had to have like the mirrors. And on the back of our, my mirror, it said, I love you, Larry. Take me to Red Lobster. And so he took me to Red Lobster. He didn't take any of the other students out. One-on-one? He's a straight, straight male. He I was know. just like a really cool teacher. And I was also one of the only uh, black people in mm-hmm. the theater department. And he felt bad for me and he had a lot of black friends so he was like taking me out away from the Did way. you
3: ever go to the Hoffbrow?
1: Yes,
2: bitch, we went to the
3: Hoffbrau. Okay,
2: we, this can't be an
1: yeah, only interlock. We're done with Interlochen, Interlochen. Okay, okay, Michigan is a <laughs> weird place. We're gonna... I'm gonna say
3: one last thing about Interlocken. Yes. Just shout out because, you know, my theater theater veins. Um, One of the people I met in summer of 99 at Interlochen was Michael Arden who was then Michael Moore <gasps> and mm-hmm. Michael Arden has become you know, not only an incredible performer that we all know, but he is now like a big deal Broadway director. Yeah. And his short run of parade that he directed, which was at City Center, which I saw, which gutted me like a fish. Mm. I was wrecked and ravaged, is transferring to Broadway with Ben Platt and Michaela Diamond. So He came back while out. I was there mm-hmm. and did lessons with all of the students. Yeah. Okay, now moving on I from I feel Milwaukee. like
0: you're not tapping <clears throat> into your true potential with all this theater training. What do you mean? Look at me. All right. We're going to take a One break. One more thing. One time <laughs> when we were in high
1: school, we did the play The Crucible, yep. and Bill Church and uh, David Monty played the two male leads, not the high school students. We'll be back after this <laughs> break. <laughs>
0: You know i think therapy like the biggest thing that i get out of therapy is new directives like oh try this like make a change in how you think i think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how i see the world Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Okay, and we're back. We're back. So. Right. so let's talk about how you got from musical theater to drag. To drag. Because... You
1: weaponized a BFA? honey. I mean. You
0: went and got a BFA. You continued your musical theater. Uh, were you doing drag in college at all or any so, interest? Or was it when you got to New York?
3: So, I don't know about you, but for me... This whole dress-up thing started as a little boy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was playing dress-up in my mom's things at, you know, three, four, five years old. And I had a mom, luckily, who let me do it, which was Mm -hmm. really a great thing. And I think because she let me do it, well, I don't know. I guess somehow society's expectation of what I should be doing somehow must have peppered in there because I just naturally, I don't remember anybody telling me to stop playing dress-up, but I did. And then it resurfaced in high school. It started at my first two years, uh, no, it started in middle school. Mm-hmm. I went to the famous Greenwich Village Halloween Parade in New York City. I was gonna wear a Richard Nixon mask, <laughs> and by the time I left my girlfriend's house, I was a witch. Stop. And that was <laughs> Halloween being the gateway drag of Of God. course,
0: of course.
3: Ever since then, it was like, Halloween was always drag, and, um. Then it started coming in high school. I started at LaGuardia, the fame school, for oh, two yeah. years.
0: Oh, you went to all the spots.
3: All the art schools, henny. And so that was where I started doing drag some more. And then at Interlochen, it moved from just Halloween to like winter formal. And like there more was like
0: prom or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So now when you're that young and you're doing it and yeah. it's clearly like a gag for yeah, a yeah, one yeah. night. What's the wig? What's what's going oh, on? With the oh,
3: baby, I had, <laughs> I had that one, that one. Not that I will say it was a step up from the Halloween Bob because sure. you know okay. the Halloween yeah, Bob yes. with the bang, bang and the ch. Yeah, it was a step up from that because it was like a shorter, more like 1920s Bob with like a tapered neck. Okay, so it was a little bit con, you know, very thoroughly modern Millie. Very Millie, very um, Louise Brooks, you know, or uh, or uh, Clara Bow. Yeah, you know. So anyway, um... Yeah, I had one wig and one dress and one pair of heels that were the Grizabella of drag. They had more than nine lives. Sure. This dress had fringe, it had a strap, it had no strap, it was strapless, it was a halter, it was long, it was short, it had a lace at the bottom. Like, <laughs> this dress and these heels got painted and sewn so many times. That's I my favorite that. type That's of drag.
1: That's drag, it's when you're trash like, okay, to okay, treasure. How can I reuse this boot yeah. in a different way? Yeah. Oh, I'll glue a bunch of shit to it. What's, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What's also drag? Let's reveal behind the curtain. When you showed up today, you were like, I just need a piece of paper, a Sharpie scissors, and, and a black scissors. marker. I want to extend these my lashes. Beautiful extensions are
3: just that. Don't look too hard because they're a little not even. But okay, because I added the lashes, I'm going to talk about the inspiration for this. So I am feeling a little crusty. I was up very late last night. Well, Morgan will do that too. After my gig. And I actually went to IHOP with Elliot Norris, who does like super fun like content and food videos. Oh yeah, videos. the food guy. Yes. I love Elliot. So we went to IHOP and we made a video last night. Oh I my can't God. Wait Oh to my see God, it. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. But, um... So I was up late. So this was a. You're I, having my dream LA experience. <laughs> wait a, wait a, give me that Morgan,
1: wig, you fucking
0: bitch. Actually. Morgan giving you life changing advice. <laughs> like, no, actually.
3: I don't know if this is part of your LA dream experience, but like I did, we were having a tender moment because it was cold in the parking lot outside IHOP afterward. And I like happened to graze my hand on Elliot's beautiful round bottom. And he was wearing shorts. And I was like, Oh, you're wearing a jock strap. I could feel that he was wearing a jock strap through these thin ass shorts. And I uh, he took his pants down in the lot. Like it was it was a special moment. So maybe I maybe I don't know if that's part of the your The Jock
0: made an appearance. I have to go. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. But I love a bubble butt. This okay, uh, uh, the lashes.
3: If is there like a separate part of this where we talk about sex? Yes. yes. That's the, okay, good, yeah, good, yeah. good. Um fuck talk. Okay, because I that we could do that for an hour. Anyway, yeah. um, I'm a pig. So. A top pig. Verse top.
1: Subway fish, verse
3: top. Verse top, orally fixated. All right, saving it. Ah! Okay. this is your friend. Um, so who's
0: the inspiration for this makeup? Oh,
3: yeah, so because I didn't have time, I was like, what can I do to like cut down on time for this face? Amazingly, and I, I'm not a girl who can do this, I didn't shave this morning, my face. What? This is this is like it's more than 12 hours since I shaved so when I put the Marilla. makeup on. <laughs> but um I wasn't going to say who inspired this makeup because oh, I okay. feel like it's a super half-baked version, but now that I made the paper lash, I feel like I can say I am really one of my favorite makeup artists from the Drag Race sisterhood is Deja Sky. Uncle, I feel Uncle Deja. like oh, yeah. I feel like she Takes old school drag principles, and I feel like she paints really fully, like she is fully fucking painted. Mm-hmm. But it's there's something modern and reserved about it. Like she's like, just these two colors on my eye, and just these three lashes, and just this nude lip. It's very clean,
1: and it looks really good in person. Chris. Like when I had her at Fat oh no. Slot, I was like gagged at how flawless it is in you, person.
3: So I actually, I worked with June Jambalaya last night and she also is Stunnalina mm-hmm. and I said, we took a photo and I looked at the photo, I was like, what foundation do you use? And she told me and it's this like foundation that Deja put her onto. And that's why it looks so blurred and that's why Deja looks like that. What is it? Um I uh, like a studio
1: fix or something. No, shit.
3: no, no, no. It's from she got it at Alta. I'll show you the I took a screenshot. I'll oh, show I, you after. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember the name now.
1: Oh, I need to know. I need
3: full. So content. anyway, but content. for those of you who know and love Deja's makeup um and see this, I know this is a very half-baked first try. I will do it again and I will do it better when I take my time.
0: The highlight is really fun. And I will say the um the shape is the there. shimmer and the earring are very enigmatic to me. They they remind me of your season nine promo. Oh one. yeah, that gorgeous. Because was that was gorgeous. so iridescent and very iridescent. And we were just saying this before we started recording, but you know, people always say, Oh, the promo, this person won the promo, whatever, whatever. Well, he it's won all the very promo. You, and then you were
1: also considered traitor of the season right after that too when they showed you out of drag.
0: That dress on season nine promo was everything. That promo look is like so amazing.
3: So shout out to Christopher Palou, a Project Runway alum. Ah. Um Christopher had started making some garments for the dolls in New York City and I hadn't worked with him yet and was dying to because he had made things for Britta and for Dusty and Britta. I really wanted to make something. And if you can make
1: something for Britta, you could fit any shape.
3: Hello, <laughs> we are all thickums and we all need shape, and we're all shaped different. We're all the sh- same. This and is so um, it's hard
1: to sometimes make something for someone if you don't know their shape.
3: So, um, what <laughs> you're just being so messy. <laughs> so what I reached out to Christopher. We'd never worked together, right. we'd never even really had a combo. I was like, hey, I've been dying to work with you. Do you want to do this and he was like of course i want to do this so we looked at the mood board and by the way the conceiving of that design and the execution of it happened in i would say three to five days um because they gave us what no time so i because they want to see you
1: fail i got (laughs) i got off the call
3: I was like, here's the mood board. We looked at it. I was like, "On to both of us, we were like, what pops off this mood board? This bright ass yellow, which I had never worn a neon yellow. Mm. And the other thing that popped were like the iridescent holographic tones. So he was like, let me show you this. And he he dabbles in drag himself and had done this look that he made for himself that had the hologram diamond shapes Mm. cut out all over the garment and he showed me that and he was like let me sketch something up did this beautiful fashion illustration in 15 minutes texted me a photo of it and i said yes yes this nothing nothing to say and i said and i'm sending it to the hairdresser to do the wig like this cuz yes this is this is how i want to look for wow. this and when he fit me in it cuz you know i think my season was the first season we did promo after we had filmed the season because up until Bob's season, they filmed while they were there. Their oh, promo. Right. We filmed several months later. You went
1: home and then came back. It was oh. we,
3: we did over the summer, and then December was when we did our promo. And I think I that's think, how they do it now for yeah, sure. Yeah, because
0: it also changes with like whether or not the production who's making the show is shooting the promo or the network is shooting the promo. The network does exactly. promo.
3: So, um, so the funny thing was, when we went to Fit, and of course, he's just whipped up this dress in like a day. Right. And I said, there's a problem. He was like, no, 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 we don't have time for problems. And I said, the problem is, I never wore anything this good on the <laughs> show when we filmed. And I said, people are gonna see this and they're gonna think that these are the looks I'm gonna deliver and Jay. it's not going to happen. And of course, correct, I was 100% right about that. <laughs>
1: I don't think. Well, okay, I, had a couple, a, yeah, I had a couple. I had a couple no, cute yeah, moments,
3: yeah. but a, a couple and some
1: iconic moments
3: and yes, an iconically bad. You know, um, I didn't feel like Turn I fully. Even then, because obviously the drag queen I am now is very evolved from sure. 2016 when we filmed. Years ago. But even then, in 2016, I don't feel I visually represented the queen I was at the time. on on Drag Race.
0: It's such a huge challenge. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about this because I also heard tell like that promo featured sort of color blocking. Like each queen was kind of in a color. Monochromatic. Shea was in oranges and peppermint. Okay. And then there was a digital thing, correct me if I'm wrong, with like powder and explosion. When you were there on set, did they say, and now we throw paint on you? So
3: they had said to us, like, we're gonna we're gonna throw paint on your looks. Oh no, we're not. And um, so when we we did fittings like a day or two before we shot, and when I went to my fitting and put it on, they were like, Oh, we can't throw paint on this. And I was like, No, you can't. And um, so that was never going to happen to me. Got it. And they basically let it be up to the girls. So some of those girls, like Shay made her look, which was stunning. And some of the girls were like, yeah, you can do whatever you want because they thought it would be like a fierce shot. So a handful of the dolls did have paint thrown on them. And guess what? Never got used. We never saw that footage. There was all this footage of us going from out of drag to in drag. And I and heard about this too. By like throwing pigments and glitters and stones at us and then it was gonna like morph and they never used that content. And I saw it and it was beautiful content. Beautiful, I don't know why they didn't just use it. just
0: looked too cunt in the look. They just said we don't even need the transformation.
3: Yeah, I guess. That's so crazy. Those, I will say, I think that those promo looks were too good.
0: They're great. I think that, that was like... was a
3: great promo. Some of us outshone mother in that promo. And I think that there was... This is, this is completely... Of course. Completely me of just course. guessing. But I feel like the next year, 10, did you notice how oh, di- she was... dialed back those girls' promo yeah. looks were? Mm. You know? And mother was serving on And 10. mother was serving. So I wonder... Wait,
1: was 10 the side pony... In the in the rip the, up dress. No, it I was think the ten. Catsuit. Ten was the catsuit oh.
0: with the
3: platinum. Yeah, the yeah, platinum yeah, yeah, side. Yeah. Oh my god!
0: And you know what it was? This is really sort of deep cut, but I feel like nine. Everyone said it looked like Naomi's design challenge from the previous season. Oh yeah, hundred. It looked like the paper dress. Yes, hundred. And so it's like we just saw Naomi do Her. the paper dress, and now we see Ruin designer. And but le- it's like this she looks fucking gorgeous. And
3: she looks great. And let me clarify that I am a lifelong forever stan of mother RuPaul. So I'm not saying anything, but of all of the legendary perfection that she serves, this is maybe not my top ten looks. Mm-hmm. You know? Um so yeah, I'm sorry, mom, that I showed you up at our panel. <laughs>
0: I love that. That's Um,
3: amazing. While we're still talking about um, Drag Race, Race,
0: how did Clat
1: come to be? (laughs) Because I love Clat. That legendary. I think I did a lip sync to Clat.
0: And it is the thing where a lot of queens go on the show and there's a song released in conjunction with the world learning about them. Some of them stick. Some of them don't. Clat stuck. Clat stuck. I, and it was before you guys did it when like the show was announced, right?
3: We released it before the show uh, started, I think. Yes. And um, I still get uh, royalties for Clat. Good. I have every every quarter, I get a payout. Like we're, that shit is still making money on Spotify. Um, and you have to pay. You have to play music a lot on Spotify for it to make you any money. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So people listen to that. Um, oh, you it
1: still plays
3: it'll play at precinct we put oh, on a drag work. race like list of songs and for that's the on viewing there. party and They're that's completely. on there. so the way it came to be was the four of us it, I think it might have been the first time that, that were there, there were that many New Yorkers four New York girls on a season yeah. and so we like got together we were like let's do a song and we were trying to think and so we got down we boiled each of us down to the essence of like what's the <laughs> thing that we're serving yeah. and so we came up with Club Legend Art Theater as our word of right, who yeah. we were. And then played with different. How could you Talk. use? <laughs> Which is hilarious Why? and we and so good. accurate, you know, right and like, like the way we're going to like kill ourselves <laughs> yeah, with all these yeah. powders and glues oh, and shit. Oh I Okay. Clown the Clown yes. like I
1: took my computer in to get fixed a while ago and it, it lives in my drag room. And when they opened it up, they said the fan was so full of powder. That's what caused the computer to crash.
3: hundred. Because it's just in the air. They're like, sir. In my drag room. So people find this surprising because you know, just the age difference, the, the sort of different kind of queen we were at the time that we were on, and also I sent her home, that um, probably my closest friend from my season at this point uh, remains farrah oh, And that. we were on tour, this is my favorite Farrah story, we were on tour, the season nine tour, you know, the two of us like hold up in some old theater dressing room, <laughs> and we're doing our makeup, and I said, Farrah, you know, We're killing ourselves with these powders and adhesives. And without missing a beat, my little angel says, just like beating in the mirror, not fast enough. <laughs> that's fair. I'm obsessed. She has the greatest, darkest sense of humor of them all. <laughs> I know the last time I saw her, I was like, hey girl, how are you doing? She goes, Not great. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> a great conversation. But she's just like so honest. She's so real. Yeah. And that's what I love about her. Like, nothing is so amazing as that perfect, beautiful, highlighted angel in drag. Getting out of drag and eating a bag of hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. The first time I met her, I told her she looked
1: like Laura Bell Bundy, and she said, "Who's that?" Of course, my my like, baby okay. does not
3: know who Laura Bell Bundy
1: is. Well, speaking we of babies, are you responsible for Jan? Okay, is this I, Did
3: you unleash her on the world? She is my daughter. Ah,
1: the I didn't first know that.
3: the first child I ever done birth. But I so want you're
1: Stephanie. But I want to tell you.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, I have nothing to do with that. But. <laughs> I wanna tell you, I also really don't have a whole lot to do with Jan. I'm always very clear to say, when I saw Jan, I had just gotten back from filming Drag Race. Mm -hmm. So everybody like knew, but I wasn't saying it. And she had just performed for the first time in drag and won a competition. And they asked me to come judge that competition, and as the previous winner of the competition, she was also judging, and she got to do the number that she won with. And when I saw this bitch do this number, she did one of her Kris Jenner mixes into Children Will Listen from (laughs) Into the Woods, which is my favorite and first Broadway show. I saw the original production. Wait, look at my, I'm not wearing tights, so you can see my Into the Woods tattoo. Oh! oh! Look at that extension. So it's upside down on the camera, but it says, um, "Wait, there we go. It says wishes come true. Wishes not come free. true, not free." And it's uh, a wolf in the branches.
0: So, and anyway, those are some
3: hairy legs. Those are some wolves in that's, the branches. Uh-huh. wolves in those branches. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. Um, so. What was I saying?
0: Her number, which is oh, yeah, writing yeah. the Venn diagram of your interest, Chris Jenner into, into the woods. Exactly. Oh. <laughs>
3: and this is crazy because, you know, here was this baby drag queen who was being known for doing Chris Jenner. And so as she and I became close and friendly that year, I was like, oh, baby, there's something I want to tell you, but I can't. But as soon as you know, you will know what I wanted to tell you. <laughs> and... So anyway, that's my, so drag. My yeah. jaw hit the floor. Oh,
0: baby. <laughs> you will know when it's time, and you will know when you need to know,
3: <laughs> and then you will know. So my jaw hit the floor when I saw this girl perform because the mix was hilarious, and then she sang and has the voice of an angel. Oh, yeah. And so, and and you know, so I observed her that time, and I was just floored. And then there was another moment where we were performing. Or maybe it was that night and I was backstage in the dressing room and I needed a bobby pin or a safety pin. I said, does anybody have a a pin? And that bitch was like already in her bag here. And I just, when I saw that, I was like, I see myself in this, this little girl. And I was like, she's here. She's prepared. She is positive. She is there to lend a helping hand. And I was just like... This girl's got it going she on. She has a BFA. She's got a BFA. <laughs> so anyway, I like had my eye on her. And th- a few days before season nine cast was announced, I said, "Janny, do you do you want to be my daughter? I'd <sighs> never had a drag child. I don't have a drag mother. I have sisters, but, um, you know, and she just right away was like, yes, yes, please. And, you know, there were a couple times she sat down with me and, you know, either watched me, or we did our makeup together kind of thing. But the incredible, beautiful drag queen that Jan is now, she is a product of her own creation. Mm -hmm. She has practiced, she has studied, she has learned, and she has polished herself. So I don't take credit for that stunning, fabulous queen. Like, she has her talents, she has her gifts. I've just been here to, you know, support in any way I can, and I'm so proud of her, love her so much. We, we love, love her too. Oh, and also I'm
0: just gonna her name say
1: this. All the time. Are you gonna jam from there? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna say, um, I did not appreciate some of the treatment she received on television. Oh,
1: All-Stars was bad. For
3: Especially her. All-Stars. Yeah. How are you gonna tell someone who shows up polished professional, giving it everything they have, that it's too much, and then it's not enough, and then it's too much, and then you kill a challenge and buy. Sorry, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Well, she came in there, Janice. You oh know God. what I mean? That like she came incredible. in with like the best song. I, I, I feel the same
1: way. I she feel feel delivered a way. fucking brand. How are you going to tell her that's not right? And I hate the, because they know that there's nothing they can change and then telling her like, oh, you're too much. And then she pulls back and it's like, oh, you're not you're enough. You're not enough. Like, what do you
0: mean? I, wa- I was too much. Like, where's the middle ground for you? I'm a drag queen. The annoying thing that we're running into the longer and longer that the show is on the air, and that's why I feel like all-star seasons are so much harder, is because... You, you in order for the sh- the format of the show to work you need people who are not going to make it to the end mm-hmm. like you need people who are not contenders for the oh. crown oh,
3: oh oh that that oh, 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 oh. for a competition oh, oh, to oh, work oh, oh, don't oh, oh, you oh. agree that is uh, i oh. think i think that is a challenge and it's harder with all stars because you're already you attached with them. to yes. these people and so it alienates your audience. I used to say that about regular seasons. If everybody is truly the same kind of contender, your heart is broken every week when someone is eliminated. Um, And I think, yes, that is also very true on All Stars. I can only imagine, you
0: know. Yes, we can all only imagine. Let's take a quick break. And we're back. We need to talk about theater. Yes, We always. need to talk about Broadway. Broadway. Because Broadway. Meatball Broadway. Very soon is going to New York to see Jinx Monsoon in Chicago. Yes, who I saw on her opening night. Shut up! Yes.
1: I'm so excited. My only fear is that since I'm going at the, like the end of February, it might be that situation where it could be one
3: of those nights where she's not there. A girl. I believe Jinx Monsoon would have to be fully dead to not hit that <laughs> stage. I mean, you know, it's New York in February.
1: It could be travel. There could be some sort of She's issue. She's not traveling it could be- anywhere. A swing issue. I
0: don't know. She will be performing for you. I promise you. Especially because we got
1: front row tickets.
0: I So I will be this
3: close to her moose knuckle. I promise you, if they had to like scrape her off of a frying pan with a spatula, she will hit that stage. She's not going to miss a performance. Good. Because we all got coordinating outfits to go see her in. (laughs) And I will be wearing this wig. How was it? (laughs) It was amazing. I mean, no one, no, like, did anyone expect any less? Of course, she delivered on all fronts. Um, what I was surprised by because I saw her interview and she said like it's going to be a really old school musical theater like vaudeville portrayal of Mama and that it was. It's very much like vaudeville butch lesbian. She's, get, she's going back to the
0: old days. Not like how Wendy Williams did it. How you
3: doing? In the <laughs> middle of the
0: song. In
1: the middle there. of
3: the song. You saw Wendy? Twice.
0: What? <laughs> Here's why.
3: How do you have this much time? Here's for why. Because. She's dedicated. I know. I love Chicago. Uh That production of Chicago is as foundational and inspirational to my drag as anything is. I saw that when I was a freshman in high school at LaGuardia. And instantly it was my first introduction to Fosse vocabulary of movement. Um, that show, that score, and this aesthetic of very understated, like a smoky eye, a diamond stud earring, a red lip, and a little black dress. And for me, I was like, oh, that's it, honey. That is class, that is Broadway, that is glamour.
0: That explains that wig you described to us.
3: And I will say. (laughs) That little
0: Velma wig.
3: And I will say that like, I am at my happiest when I'm in a little black dress, truly. Anyway. um, I'm
1: at my happiest in a caftan. Well, that and too. a heavy
3: breeze so I can feel lighter. you know, <laughs> Or a little breeze up your taint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something below. Um, But no, it was amazing. And I, yeah, I know that show, Inward and Outward. And when Wendy Williams was going in, um, they had, there was a, a a fag rag called Next Magazine, which is no longer oh, in, I knew her. in existence. Me too. And... They wanted to do a cover shoot of Wendy going into Chicago and they asked Miss Fame to do Wendy's makeup and they asked me to do Wendy Williams' hair and uh. then legendary dancing diva Pixie Aventura mm-hmm. of New York City yes. didn't do anything but she was just on the cover <laughs> photo with us. I don't know why but it was great.
0: Oh, you so, were also got to pose So we were there. in
3: drag doing her her hair and makeup respectively And then um, we we did a photo shoot with Wendy to promote her appearance in Chicago. And there was an interview going on while we were doing her. And they were interviewing us as well. I don't know why they did this, but it was great. There is a video because I've watched it before, and this is all ringing true to me. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. that she
1: was recording herself backstage, preparing for yes. the role, and like going to voice yes. lessons yes. and
3: all of that stuff? And you can watch the whole thing. Are you? Is that what you're in? Are you? In there that? might be a clip of us in that. I don't remember, but I remember. The I video say that everyone talking go watch about. that because it's very funny. She is deathly ill the whole time.
1: So oh, yeah, so she's coughing thoughts.
3: and she has no voice, and she still went on and did it. Having done that thing with her, she invited the three of us to her opening night. Oh. So I sat there like fourth row orchestra with Miss Fame on Wendy's opening night and God bless her. Um, I've seen some stunt casting in that production. This was the worst. It was- Did you see Pamela Anderson? Oh, we'll talk about that in a second because that was special. <laughs> so it was, when you're good to mama. How you doing? <laughs> Mamas. Good. To. You. Like. Sounds it, like meatballs. It Sounds was. like what I would do. It was bad. Okay. <laughs> so, and the reason I say I saw it twice was not to see that performance again, but one of my dearest friends from my musical theater program, uh, she I can't remember if it was her Chicago debut in the ensemble or if it was her debut as Roxy. But I went to see my girlfriend twice Mm. in Chicago, once as a cell block girl and once as Roxy. Um, So I got to see Wendy Williams twice, unfortunately.
1: A gift and a curse. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of Pam Anderson, I went in June because I was like... (laughs) I had heard good things, and I've seen that production over a dozen times.
0: Oh my gosh, that's incredible! Um, I that's what Broadway wants from New Yorkers.
3: Yeah, I yeah. Well, I'm one of one of one of the few fags who have continued to support that show. But um, and someday I'll be in it. There yeah, you go. I believe it. Um, so I had to go see Pam because the the what I was hearing the word of mouth was. It's kind of a small performance. It's not, you know, a big singing and dancing performance, but she hits the nail on the head. And so I wanted to go. The energy in the house was very excited. And I've never seen anybody sing or dance Roxy Lesson simultaneously be so right for it. She was, wow. she was spot on and she looked insane. I know a lot of people are upset that she didn't cut her hair or wear a wig. She anything. did wear a wig. Oh, okay. She did wear a wig. Um, She was, her waist is so tiny. Her tits are so huge, like little, little shapely legs. And she just looked wild. She, her face looked like Amanda Lepore. She was wearing a, a smoky, black, glittery eye, a red, glitter lip. And I was like, bitch,
1: that's drag.
3: And. um. But, Smokehouse but, drag. but, but, to bring it back to Jinx. To Jinx, yeah. That Because that excitement in the theater was wild. And I'm sure that the cast of Chicago had not felt that kind of energy in quite some time. Got mm-hmm. it. When I arrived at the theater uh, on January 16th to see Jinx's Broadway debut, right away I could feel it. There were a lot of queer people in the audience, more so than I think Chicago is used to seeing. That show relies on tourism. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. And I also saw a lot of googly eyes when they spotted me there, which I knew meant they were there for her.
0: Yeah. Right.
3: And then, sure enough, when the show started, the screaming and applause just at the show beginning, I was like, oh, baby, Chicago the Musical is not used to this energy on a January night. That
0: is exciting.
3: That's Every seat in the house was full. And they were... Incredible, and to the to the audience's credit, and Jinx has said this: they didn't just flip for her; they flipped for everybody. They That's were great. just there. To they have have a were there, good time and but but it show. was wild. I've so never seen back, baby. I've never seen like you know long standing ovations just at a Mama Morton's entrance.
1: Oh yeah, she and, like, and I've seen multiple standing ovations, and I've seen multiple. I've seen during j- the
3: show. I've seen Jennifer Holliday play. Matron Mama Morton in Chicago, and even Jennifer did not get a standing O like this. Any time ah. apparently she walked on stage, the audience stood up and they started clapping was
1: for her. Like, it was wild. huge. And that was what I was thinking. Because I was like, I went and saw Wicked. I've seen some other Broadway shows. And I was like, the vibe in the audience isn't like, we're all in this together. We're yeah. all here for somebody. But I saw all the clips of her. Yeah, that's right. I was watching TikToks. Of her and, like, all the standing ovations. And I was like, I'm sure no one in that cast was expecting a drag queen yeah. to come in here and completely steal the entire show from everybody.
0: I feel like that. Has-
1: well, not steal the show. But. That- yeah, He's because reverberation. Shout out. The oh, for
3: sure. Shout out in particular to uh, James T. Lane, also made his debut as Billy Flynn that night. And James. Who and I, cares? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. James <laughs> James T. Lane um, actually set a West Side Story on me at Interlochen one summer with Michael Arden. And James T. Lane was one of the best Billies I've ever seen. And it was his first night. And I got to see Charlotte Dumboise do Roxy. Not my first time seeing her do Roxy. She is one of the finest Roxys in the entire world. Oh, I hope she's no, there when I'm there. Nobody dances it name? like Charlotte. Damboise. Yep. Um, The daughter of legendary uh, city ballet dancer Jacques Damboise. Um,
0: Wasn't that voice? I know. Jacques Damboise. So
3: I actually want to say as incredible as Jinx's performance was, I was surprised by something. I'm not complaining because Fran and Barry White are- Tell the truth. I, get her. Get her. I Tell the would, truth. I would love to play Mama Morton in Chicago on Broadway, so this is not a complaint. I was just surprised that the hair department did not put Jinx in her signature color, which you are wearing,
2: mm-hmm. yes. which is
3: also the same red that I wear a lot. I, it's a hard red to, for them to match. I feel like oftentimes I send pictures of
1: this color to a wig stylist, and they get one that's like just on Close. the wrong end. You it's know?
3: a beautiful carroty orange. Yeah. And it is such a lively, beautiful ginger hair to wear, as you know. Um, so Jinx wears this color all the time. So do I. And I thought for sure that they would, that either she would insist or they would no, put like her. It's a
0: deeper red. It's a darker right? red.
3: It's not even. So before we all started wearing that color, do you remember like what the red wig used Cherry to be? red. It's like what I. Well, that's more auburn. Like, doesn't that have like the, the 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 burgundy in it? Yeah. So no, what I'm talking about is like an Irish red. That's like it grew out of an Irish girl's head and <laughs> it's like a little bit deeper. It's more of not like an as auburn, golden. not as gold.
0: Okay.
3: But the the red they put her in was that burgundy nineties red. And I'm surprised. She looks beautiful. They right. gave her a lovely fitted suit. That she has honey, suit is con. I was literally like, she, she has probably a waist. had that custom made for. Like, well, of course they custom. made it. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, because it's
1: Broadway and everything has to get through the cost. Yes. Yeah,
3: honey,
0: yeah. and they clean it for you after so, the show.
3: And and a beautiful, beautiful, sexy bustier under her jacket. Yeah. But Jinx was everything. I stand. We all stand. And I Incredible. can't. Wait to hopefully someday do it myself. Yes, yes, bitch.
0: Okay, we have a very exciting segment. This is a rapid fire, quick answer questionnaire. Uh, administered by Meatball, in the style of the- Tyra Banks' 2008 interview with Beyonce entitled, Say My
1: Name, Say My Name. (laughs) Uh, No, it was
0: originally titled, Beyonce, Say My Name, Say My Name. Whatever.
1: This is called, Slap My Name, where I will ask you questions based on things that rhyme with your name. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. And this is a quick fire. Alexis on eggshells, are there any girls from the runiverse that make you nervous?
3: Okay. No, Alexis no, 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 Barbell, no, no, wait, oh, wait, let me <laughs> let me try. Um,
0: <laughs> so much for rapid fire.
3: Who makes me nervous? Um,
0: not really. of no. Not That's really.
3: Like, just Mama
1: Roo. They're they're chaotic. You know whatever. Yeah. Um, Alexis Barbells, you look good. How
3: often are you working out? Oh my god, I'm so out of my routine. Alexis Church Bells. what's your? Wait a minute. Does that <laughs> rhyme with my name? It sure doesn't. It,
1: it doesn't. It. <laughs> it sure doesn't. Alexis Churchbells. Uh, uh, what's your dream wedding
3: location? Beachy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alexis
1: Hot Spell. Do you ever get hot flashes and drag?
3: I am a woman of a certain age. I am manopausal. <laughs> Alexis Motel. Do you prefer
1: a motel or hotel when traveling? Hotel. Alexis Misspell. Can you spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Absolutely not. (laughs) Alexis Nobel. Explain why Klatt isn't nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize.
3: Crimes against humanity. Alexis Bledel. Thoughts (laughs) on the Gilmore Girl actress? Um, My mom loves it. I've never seen Gilmore Girls, but you know who is in Gilmore Girls? Kelly Bishop, who was the mom in Dirty Dancing, who was also the original Sheila in A Chorus Line on Broadway.
0: She has had a very career.
3: long, an amazing career, legendary
0: woman. career. Alexis can't
1: tell. What's a secret you've never told anyone before? <laughs> Alexis seashells, she shells by the seashore. What? <laughs> Why
3: aren't you playing Ursula in the new Disney movie? Crimes against humanity, <laughs> homophobia. Melissa McCarthy she better be no no, I I just have to say something she better be fucking amazing because I have never I I cannot tell you the last time I was this excited about a movie Mm -hmm. that that little trailer and the leaked version of the song Mm -hmm. I wept for days and weeks watching she's going to be everything that looks like the best live action Disney I've ever seen I can't wait, I can't wait. I
1: it, think that's why it's taking so long is because they know it's got to be absolutely incredible or wait, else it's it, like,
0: what's the point? Does it come out in May? I think so. I but like they've been May filming it, I feel like, for like really two years. Month, I yeah, think. I think May might be exciting. May
1: might be a wonderful month to be watching television. And movies. And We,
0: and we movies. love movies. Especially Alexis movies.
1: Nutshell. What's one word that would best describe you? Dick pig. Theater. Alexis Chanterelle. Have you ever taken partaken in mushrooms?
3: Yes, the, the first two or three times did not work. Um, and honestly, I don't know if they're for me. Yeah. Also, I always wanna fuck on drugs and I didn't have anybody like to fuck when I did them. <laughs> Alexis Baby Bell, what's your favorite
1: snacking cheese? All of them. Alexis Raising Hell, have you ever been a bitch just to be a bitch?
3: Who do you think you are?
1: <laughs> Alexis Fontanel, have you ever dropped
0: a baby? Fontanel, isn't that a cheese?
3: No, it's the soft spot on a baby's head. <laughs> um only off at the pool. Mm. <laughs> mm.
1: Texas can't spell. Texas public schools are ranked number 40 out of the nation.
3: Thoughts and such as and because of <laughs> and such as and so and so. Leah Michelle pudding face Finkelstein.
1: <laughs> and that's been it for Slip My Name! Thank you for playing such a beautiful game.
3: Let's We're, just say though, Leah was wonderful and funny girl. I, I yeah, to I know. can't imagine she was so bad. She I can't was imagine. she was wonderful and it was it was satisfying. Even as someone who wasn't the most diehard of Glee fans, sure. it, there was something full circle and satisfying about it. And she should have been the person to open that show from the jump, however. I do think she's benefited um, in the way she's been received and reviewed by comparison because the uh, other option was not um, satisfactory. Yeah, it I, may
0: have been different had she opened it. Had she people opened had like, people would have been oh. her, no, no, no. She, she because been it was reviewed. a flop.
3: Yeah, she would have been reviewed more harshly. But here she is coming, saving the day and the production. She's the hero. She's God. keeping all those people working.
1: I've heard it was
0: all part of her plan. All right, we're going to... And we'll be right Stop back. Stop the slander over here. And we'll be right back with Fox Leah, Talk.
1: come here and tell me otherwise.
0: And we're back! It's time for our final segment, which is called... Fuck talk!
1: That's right. Now is the time portion of the show where if you had an uncomfortable or funny or
3: really fucking hot sex story, you get to tell it to us and we get to tell you what we think. Because we know you're a dick pig. First of all, let me just say, I I asked via email to Handsome Big Dipper how I should prepare for this interview and you told me just clean out and so I did.
2: Oh, so you're first.
3: I've been trying to get that man over there to dip in me for years. (laughs) That's that's not true. I haven't tried. I've just wanted
0: it. She hates this this line of... This hug. isn't.
1: But you're also not the first person that's come on here and said that Like while I'm in the room. And I'm she like, just I can fucking leave. We, we can she's... smash too. <laughs> all right, daddy.
3: <laughs> you
1: were the trait of the season.
3: And I love your body hair. Thank you. See? Are you as hairy
1: as I am? Naturally, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> do you do a lot of maintenance for it? Yeah.
3: Yes. It's, it's all gone. fucking hate it. Fucking hate it.
0: What do you do? Shave or nair?
3: Oh yeah, my skin's too sensitive to Nair. Um, I shave most of my body and I've been doing laser on my back, but the back is the most hormonal part of the body. It just comes back and back and back. Back, back, back again like my daughter
0: Mm -hmm. and my back
3: hair. Fuck that shit.
0: So you wanna tell us what happened in that parking lot or what? (laughs) Do you have any wild crazy sex stories? I have them all. Now, you used to ride the subway. Do you still ride the subway in full geesh? Uh,
3: if I rode the subway in guiche, it would be for shits and giggles and old times sake. Um, I'm more of a car in guiche gal now. Right. Um, but I do still ride the subway.
0: When you rode the subway in drag, did you ever get hit on? Or was it always just like oogling, ogling? How do you say that? It, it right? was
3: often, you know, just appreciation. A uh-huh. few times like, ooh, baby, yeah, you look good, you know. Do you but think it was easier for you to- I never got any on the train.
2: Mm.
1: Do you think it was easier for you to ride the subway and drag because, like, that's how you started drag? Like- in New York and that's like how to travel because I feel like when I go to New York now, even if the subway is the faster option, like the time we were in Manhattan and went to Brooklyn, I will rather take an Uber or pay more to just be in the safety of a car.
3: Here's the thing: it's uncomfortable. It means extra walking. It means stairs. The bags. You know, temperature <laughs> the bags. control, etc. Yeah. But I gotta say, honestly, and I hate to say this, but like New York's gotten extra wild, and like I don't know that I would really want to be up in all of that on the subway these days. Mm-hmm.
1: The, um, I just know with so much padding, even if they stabbed, you know, they couldn't
3: get me. <laughs> yeah, too
0: have much. you seen those videos of the like groups of people jerking off all on the same subway car? Uh, no, but where was where, my invitation? Yeah, where was the invite? There, like, there was like a Piggy whole. Piggy wants to know. I feel like Boomer knows about it, but there's like oh, a whole sure. Twitter thread of like, let's all meet up at this specific subway stop, uh-huh. and it was during COVID because everyone is wearing a COVID mask and they're all just jerking off well, that's together. To cover their face. There's like 15 or 16 people Send all the on the same subway car, and they're riding the subway late at night, and they they specifically are on like one of the longer. You know, uh, longer treks between stops, and they're all just jerking they're, off. Yeah, the they I bet on, you they were going
3: on the from one to five to fifty That's a nice like fifteen minute ride. Oh, on the green one, uh, blue, <laughs> blue line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they refer the to blue. them by
0: color. Green line in New York, yeah, yeah. for sure. They do. Yeah. So what about I do. you, bitch? Okay, fuck off. I want to hear some juicy some stories. Sex you're stories? talking about yeah, fucking dad, dick pig, and all this stuff. Like, let's sucking hear sucking cock in the hot parking lot. Any wild, Dicks and cocks. you know, hookup stories? Someone come over to your house and act all weird?
3: Well, sure, but that's hardly the most exciting story. Um, so, I will just preface this by saying that when we film Drag Race season nine, you know, when you chill to the bone. Anytime you mention Drag Race, I you get you It's freaking me out. Um, Reality TV trauma, I understand, sister. She wants you to feel, mom. So, you know, we weren't supposed to talk about show topics in the van, you know, Mm. to and from set, because they wanted that on camera. So we could talk about our lives back home, we could talk about food and the weather, and of course we talked about boys. So I got a bit of a reputation with the dolls for Alexis Michelle's van stories. And um,
0: We should change the segment to Van ton van Alexis, Michelle Talk.
3: This is hardly the craziest story, but it's kind of funny. Okay. Um, I was doing a production of Little Shop of Horrors on the Jersey Shore and staying in a big, beautiful house that belonged to my one of my bosses of this retail job I had at the time. And I, for the weeks that I was out on the Jersey Shore, I spent time with this really, really cute guy like – really adorable, really sweet Jersey guy, um, great kisser, um, just so fun. Anyway, one night we were at his girlfriend's house. She had gone up to bed and we were watching TV. Uh-huh. And the lights were out and we started messing around, got fully naked in his girlfriend's living room. And he was a Siggy smoker and so he was smoking a Siggy out of like a crack in her sliding door. Uh-huh. And fully naked, and I go up behind him, and I start eating his ass. And, just, oh, God, he had such a cute, sweet little fucking ass. And so I was up in there.
0: I know, to hear such filth come I mean, out of no, such it's beauty. It's like so beautiful, <laughs> it's like wild. Like Getting out, in there, and <laughs> in there. he was like
3: pressing, you know, Choo-ching. out, arching his back. Uh-huh. And... Um, he was like really feeling it and all of a sudden, because he was just like feeling it and relaxed, he um, farted in my mouth. And I know what fart tastes like. And it's dry and metallic. Oh, metallic is not what I thought. Yeah, it's metallic. That's insane. I Well, and what do you do after that? You just leave? He her. was he was mortified. He was like, oh, my God. I'm so, I was like, baby, it's okay. Like, I like the guy. Like, yeah. you know, I actually somehow, like, reconnected with him recently, and I would totally, like, you know, go oh. on dates with him and smash with him again. Like, no hard feelings for the fart. Like, you're a sweetie. Look, I didn't even say his name. That's how much I care about him. Well, how
1: kind. It was Stanley Tucci.
3: <laughs> Let me think.
0: <laughs> I imagine you being, like, hmm? reaching up. Get that cigarette to try to clear that, burn all the acid. <laughs> Blow it back in out. the that's hole. That's how I would be like, I'd be like, I gotta like clear this hole. I'm
3: wondering if I have any, like, because that's just sort of comical. I wonder if I have but, any. Well, that rem- well all this New York talk really yeah. reminds me of um how. Okay, so you know how
1: you can go through a long period of having a dry spell and then all of a sudden in one or two weeks you will have sex with like twelve different people and then it'll just never happen again.
0: Chlamydia. Or it well, happens no. again. Or it again, happens again, again, yeah. again. But no, like, I go through my But my stages, there's like dry spells yeah,
1: so I remember yeah. I was in like a, a one year dry spell in New York and i was i was fucking a bunch of different people that i was just meeting hooking up with i felt sexiest in my life i don't know what was going on and i do this thing where i never save anyone's phone number like i just keep the numbers in my phone and so, so you don't know who it is i don't know who yeah. it is but i was then I was like, it took Oh me yeah, like that... nine months to get her to save my phone. Over. True, and I st- <laughs> yeah, and there's people on my phone that I always have to read back through the old ones. <laughs> anyway, I um, start texting or got a message from one person, thought it was someone from a different night. I was going back and forth with them for a while, yeah. like when I get back from my vacation, da da. da, da, da just chit chat, never talked on the phone, just texting set up like a whole day and it turned out to be the
3: wrong person And when you got there you were like whoops. Surprise. when they got to
1: my house there yep. wasn't anything I could do. I was like they uh, they arrived and I was like, oh, this was someone that like it was bad with this person mm-hmm. I walked them from the club to a sex shop so that we could buy condoms and poppers and then in like as we were leaving he goes, oh, I don't know why we did that. I'm not gonna let you fuck me. And that was like, that was it. We just like blew each other. I was like, I don't ever want to hook up with this person again. I spent a week and a half texting with this person, creating a fake relationship. And they
3: came over and I was like, ugh, but disgusting. But time out. Who doesn't love poppers for blowjobs and making out? I mean, that's fine, but we could have skipped that.
1: You know what I mean? We could have just, if we were just going to, I don't know. I I don't think poppers for blowjobs and making out is like, I need them for, well, I don't need them. (laughs) Nobody was, needs them, but yeah. no, some people do need
3: them. I don't need Let's them. Let's talk about the people that need Bob. I, I think they're lovely for oral sex, for making out, and you know sometimes for jerking off too. But I'm, you know, who needs all that? I don't need all that. I can't believe you're talking like this. I'm. You're horny. Okay, so here's an example. This is who she this, is, is. this, this is isn't a real. sex talk. This is
1: me. That's But musical.
3: just to give you a point of reference. So I did the Witch Perfect Hocus Pocus, you know, parody show with Tina and Scarlett Yeah, MB, which shout out to Tina Berner. She wrote and created and booked that tour. And it was the time of my life. I said, Tina, I will do this with you every year. Um, but, you know, I have a reputation and I, you know, I have to, you know, keep that up. And we all three share a costume designer in common who made the costumes for that show, and that's our friend Florence DeLee. And both Tina and Scarlett had separate fittings with uh, Flo back in New York after tour, and both, unprompted, without Flo asking about me in particular, just saying like, oh, how was tour, um, both Tina and Scarlett were like, we had no idea what a pig Alexis is. (laughs)
1: Well, you hide it. Well, well, I guess you don't hide it. I guess no, we just never just... really met that side of you. Do you hang out at the Eagle in New York a lot, or what is it called, the Eagle? There's an Eagle. There's the ways There's of There's
3: Phoenix. A scar on oh. the small of my back from getting so tanked years ago at the Eagle and bringing like an Israeli soldier home who like was hitting me in the face, like in a, in a fun way, but was hitting me in the face and like I was so tanked that I tried to like just let him fuck me even though I wasn't clean and then I like went to the bathroom to wash my ass and I like backed up on the faucet and I scraped the small of my back on the faucet so bad that it left a cut and a scar. So yes, I've been to the Eagle. <laughs>
0: We gotta go. We had to hit me in the face we in a
3: fun go. way. I have to go. We have to go. We
0: have to go. Okay. Alexis, thank, thank, you thank you so, so much, much for being here. This has been amazing. Where I love you. Where can people find you? What should people be looking out for?
3: So um obviously I'm at Alexis Lives on uh Instagram and Twitter and Venmo. Get your money. And, life. and um, if anybody out there can help me with someone who works or knows how to do this at in Instagram, I want to change my handle because Ooh. people get it confused with Alexis Mateo and we can't have that. Um, not because not I don't love Alexis Mateo, but because we can't have that. So I need help changing my handle. It's not just something I can do by myself. I need their approval because, you know, whatever. Yes. And, um, I have someone. A work. Love that for us. I
1: think if they'll still let me.
3: Um, also... Um, I am currently Alexis Lives69 or Alexis Michelle sixty-nine on TikTok and I mommy is trying to be a better TikToker. So support mommy, follow mommy on the TikTok. Mommy, watch, mommy, watch Mama. Watch the videos. Um Stay tuned for new music coming in 2023 and not the Broadway shit, like actual danceable shit. Oh, also, if you're in New York City, even though we're already sold out, $3 bill, February 3rd, a White Lotus rave, and I will be paying tribute to my favorite Peppa Pig, Jennifer Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. You're going to ride in on a scooter? A white lotus (laughs) rave.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being here. And thank you all for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at sloppypod. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180.
0: That's right. That's the phone number right there. And remember, as always, if you want to watch our full videos, you can sign up for Mom Plus at Mom Podcast. Dot plus. Right now, if you're listening, you may have only watched half of the video on YouTube, but the full video is waiting just behind that paywall at Mom Plus. You pay your coins. Watch the whole thing. Bye!
1: To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for MomPlus at MomPodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing
0: and sound design by...
1: William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkin.